beats me how anybody could be so plain bloody stupid. Without Chuck, we're back to square one. Why'd you have to go and shoot him? Stark was the only one of the three who was dressed in a suit. Apart from the protruding ears, he was not a bad-looking man. He was coming up to thirty-five years old, and when not on a job, was usually well turned out. Unfortunately, at the present time, money was particularly hard to come by, and his one remaining suit was showing unmistakable signs of wear and tear. Women were attracted to him. They thought he looked nice. Really, there was nothing nice about him. He was as nasty as they came, a rat of the first water. Like the other two, he was known to the police, but for the present, to their regret, they had nothing they could pin on any of them. Harker repeated the excuse he had already made. It was the spur of the moment. He really got my goat telling us he didn't know where the gold was. If he didn't know, who did, for God's sake? Well, sure he knew, but putting a slug in his noggin was no way to get the info out of him. I know, I know, and I'm sorry. Sorry? Is that all you can say? What else do you want me to say? You asking me to go down on my knees and beg forgiveness? You trying to be funny? Do I look like I'm being funny? No. You look like a bastard what's buggered things up for all of us. We ought to string you up, that's what. Tully put his spoke in then. Now hold it. This ain't getting us nowhere. Things done and that's all there is to it. Now we got to do some thinking. Take more than thinking to get our pugs on the yellow stuff, Stark said. But he was beginning to cool down. They were all sitting at a rough deal table in a dingy kitchen with a grimy window looking out onto a small wall-enclosed backyard. There were beer cans on the table, some full, some empty. All three men were smoking, and there were cigarette butts on the floor. He wasn't going to tell us anyway, Harker said. Stark sneered. Well, you sure made certain he never got a chance to change his mind. It had not been skilful tracking that had led Tully and Harker to the top notch, where Brogan was lunching with Cayley. It had, in fact, been sheer luck. Harold Stark had spotted Brogan coming out of a shop and had followed him. He had seen him enter the restaurant and had immediately got in touch with Tully on his mobile phone. Tully had been at the house with Harker, and the two of them had lost no time in heading for the top-notch in Tully's car, a rather old Renault, which was in their straightened condition the only one they now possessed. Because of a traffic jam, it had taken them quite a while to reach the restaurant, and they were afraid they would find the bird flown. But as things turned out, they arrived just at the end of the meal, when Cayley had gone to the toilet. It could not have been better timing. The only snag was that Brogan had refused to talk. A bastard was holding out on us, Stark said. I wonder why. Well, Tully said, maybe he figured that as he'd been the one that done the porridge, he was entitled to the reward. That would be greedy, wouldn't it? Maybe not to his way of thinking. This other guy, Harker said, the one he was having a meal with, where does he fit in? They thought about that for a while smoking and drinking as if to spur their brains to action. Finally, Stark said, You reckon he told the bloke where the gold was hid? Why would he do that? Tully said. Well, look at it this way. The filth are going to keep a pretty sharp eye on him, so he won't dare go near where it's hid. 
but somebody else might. He'd need to be paid, this other guy. Course he would, but it'd have been worth it to Chuck, even if it cost him a bar of the stuff. You think he'd have trusted anybody that much? Depends on the man. An old buddy, maybe. Well, Harker said, it'd have to be a real close buddy. And he'd have to be bent and all, else he might be shouting copper at the top of his voice soon as he heard what Chuck was proposing. But he didn't, did he? That's true. So, Tully said, did he tell the guy anything, or didn't he? That's the question. Stark gave a laugh. He seemed to be getting over his bad humour and accepting the situation as it was. One way of finding out. Which is? We go and ask him. But not yet, Tully said. Why not?